Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. The sponsor for today's episode is Steerwalt Superflex, featuring hyaluronic acid and turmeric. A bag of Superflex is meant to last three months and can be used on multiple species. It helps joint health and flexibility. You can purchase this product at steerwaltcattleandclinics.com and other animal supply stores. We used it on my Tulsa steer and I would highly recommend it. Today, I will be visiting with Tar Tut from Faribault, Minnesota. I'd seen Tar at other Hereford Junior Nationals, but I finally got a chance to meet him at the Kansas Beef Expo. I didn't know him very well, but after I interviewed him, I realized that he is a very, very great person with a really interesting background. He said a lot of good words of advice as well that I really appreciated and loved. So listen in. Hello, Tar. Thank you so much for being on here today. I'm glad to have you on here. Thank you so much for having me on, Sierra. I'm very excited uh, that you asked me to do this. Uh, I've always um, looked forward to being on a podcast, and uh, this is my very first one, so uh, hopefully it turns out really good. Absolutely. When I met you at the Kansas Beef Expo, I was super excited to do this. Thank you very much. Did you have a good time at the Kansas Beef Expo? I had a pretty good time up yes, there. Yes, yes, I did have a good time. And uh, congratulations to you again, uh, uh, being reserved a junior heifer in Ring A. Um, uh, myself, uh, we had a bred heifer on Friday, uh, and we won the Red Angus division in both Ring A and B. Then uh, we had uh, three junior heifers that we showed on Saturday, two Red Angus heifers and a Hereford. And we just uh, we were second and third in both rings with uh, – all three of them. So, um, we, we had a good day. I mean, can't complain. Yes. Thank you very much. You did good. Um, and yeah, you can't complain about that. That's a pretty good day. Yes, ma'am. Did you raise the red Angus? Uh, no. So, uh, the family I actually show with, uh, the Lynn family in Rushford, Minnesota. Um, they, uh, they raised, uh, all three of the red Angus heifers that we showed. And then the Hereford heifer we got was actually from, Hawk Livestock, uh, which is Tom Hawk. That's great. So those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yes. So um, so uh, my name is Tartut. I'm from Fairville, Minnesota. I've been showing since about uh, sixth grade, I want to say. I grew up in town. I still live in town. I have six brothers and two sisters, and uh, I'm the only one in my family that's involved in agriculture. Um, I first got my start in about sixth grade. Like I said, uh, there's another family in my town that goes by the last name Perfist. And um, my youngest sister was born with Down syndrome. And uh, whenever we'd go to the hospital and visit her, uh, her nurse, uh, who was Debbie Perfist, uh, she, I'd always talked to her and she told me that they lived on a farm. And uh in about fifth grade, I asked her if I could go out there and visit the farm and check things out, and um, I absolutely fell in love with it. And uh, the next summer, uh, she told me that her kids showed cattle at the county fair, and I asked if I could do that. And ever since then, I've been hooked, and uh, honestly, I don't know where I'd be today without um, the show industry and being involved so much with, with all of it. That is amazing. That's a great story. I had no idea about that. 
And thank you so much for filling us in on that. Yeah, not not many people know about me uh, uh, unless they ask me. And honestly, I'm I'm always open to tell people my story because uh, it's it's different from everyone else's. That's great, and that's that just makes it even more amazing. Yeah. So you got started with showing cattle, which I think is really cool. Since then, what has been your greatest accomplishment? Honestly, uh, uh, I, I like to think I'm a very fierce competitor. Um, I'm a diehard showmanship person. Um, I, I take showmanship very seriously and even showing too. But uh, honestly, I think showmanship is near and dear to my heart. Um, and that's just something I always work towards really, really hard. And honestly, I'd have to say uh, on the showing side of things, the land family that I show with, um, there was a heifer in, I want to say 2016 that we called Sita and uh, she won the Louisville Red Angus Open Show. And then in Denver of uh, 17, uh, she went on and won the junior show. And um, I think that that was just like a really, really, really cool thing um, because um, that summer, um, previous to that at county fair uh she she almost didn't make it to our state fair because in minnesota um, at our county fairs we have to uh, win a trip to to go to our state fair just because there's so many 4-hers that go and our state fair is so large um they they try to obviously pick the best ones um and um we have a state fair lineup in she she was towards the bottom of that state fair lineup, and we were really scared uh, that she wasn't going to make it. But even at her state fair, uh, she she did go and win the Red Angus division there and then ended up being third overall that year, too. So um, I think that was really cool. Um, and then personally, myself, uh, one of my greatest accomplishments would probably be um, when Hereford Junior Nationals was in Grand Island in 2018, uh, the All Aboard the Hereford Express. Um, uh, honestly, I, like I said, I, I'm a fierce competitor in, um, my very first Hereford Junior Nationals, which was in Madison, Wisconsin. I was so ecstatic to just even to be able to go to Junior Nationals and doing showmanship. I was like, okay, like, um, I, I hadn't been showing that long. So, um, I was just like, okay, this is fine. Like, I think I made it out of my heat in, uh, uh, Stacy Lemonager and her husband, I forgot his name, but uh, they were judging showmanship that year. And honestly, I was so happy to just make it out of my heat. And um, I was smiling ear to ear once I left the ring. And uh, I knew that since I didn't make it out of the, make it into the finals, um, I'd just go, go sit along ringside and watch the kids who, who did make it to the finals and see what they're doing differently. Uh, not only to help myself, but uh, to see what I got to do in the ring to, uh, get the judge's attention. So, um, in Grand Island, uh, I guess I had high hopes, not necessarily. Um, I was just doing what I had learned from watching other people and just putting my own twist into it. And, um, I made it out of my heat, uh, at, uh, in showmanship. And then, uh, I went back in for finals and I made it in the finals. Got out of my heat for the semifinals, excuse me. And uh, after that, uh, I was just like, wow, like, th this is awesome. Um, I was already smiling ear to ear once I made it out of my semifinals. And uh, I know uh, when the judge shook my hand, John Davis, uh, for the semifinal, um, I kind of teared up and I was just like, wow, this is just incredible. And uh, we went back in for finals and uh, they had their little speech. And 
they went and started picking their top 10. And honestly, I was just, I was thinking to myself, even if I'm 10th, like I would be totally fine with that because it's just incredible. The amount of incredible exhibitors that uh, the Hereford breed has, uh, and especially in the intermediate division, I honestly think the intermediate division's the toughest division uh, out there of any junior nationals. And um, uh, they started going through their top 10 and they got to third. And I was just thinking, oh gosh, uh, I, I probably didn't make it. And um, they picked their third and they started going around the corner and walking towards me and I, I was shaking and freaking out and they picked me and uh, all the emotions just uh, let out the door and I, I was sobbing. Um, it, it was just an incredible moment. Um, also one of my friends, uh, Mason Allen, who's from Texas, he had won that year. And um, <clears throat> honestly, I, I was just like, this is just an incredible moment. Um, I absolutely loved it. Uh, it was it was so fun, and that's probably one of my greatest accomplishments. And then the following year, uh, when Hereford Junior Nationals was held in Denver, Colorado for Herefords on the Hill, um, I, I guess I had high hopes again and uh, didn't really think anything of it, just went in there doing my own thing um, and just what I like to do. And um, I made it out of my heat, made it out of my semifinals, and then uh, we're in the finals, and I think they had just cut it down to the top five. And uh, one of my best friends, Bryden Barber, he was in there with me. And I know after my final, because I was in one of the first uh, classes, uh, I was walking back to my stall and I walked by him and I said, I said, are you here to win this today? And he said, no, I don't know. We'll try. And uh, we got back in for finals and we, we did our lap and it was just us two left. And I was freaking out. I was like, I mean, it's either going to be him or I that win this. And uh it's, it's going to be an awesome experience either way. And uh, he ended up winning it. And uh, I think that was just an awesome moment to uh, be able to share that with one of my good friends, uh, being along ringside with him too. So That is amazing. I love stories like that. I just love incredible stories like that. You're, it sounds like you're an amazing showman. And showmanship is something that I've treasured in my heart too. And I really like doing it as well. Yes, thank you. So you livestock judge, right? Yes, ma'am. So what got you started on that? So like showing to uh, the Purpose family, they got me started showing. And um, uh, Debbie's sons, Mark and Matt, uh, they judged livestock in college. And uh, after college, they came back and uh, they started helping our local county team. And Mark and his wife, actually, Jamie, uh, they were the coaches uh, right before I had started. And they had been coaching the, the team that I was on for a number of years before I had joined the team. And uh, they, they had uh, a good bit of success. And um, they got me started into that. And ever since then, um, you know, I, I did it and I thought it was really fun. And then uh, going into high school. <clears throat> it was really enjoyable, but uh, some of my teammates that were in my grade, uh, they had done so well uh, so early on that uh, they couldn't judge at our state fair anymore because they had won our state contest. And once you win our state contest, uh, you can't judge on a team. You have to judge as an individual. So they were done. And uh, so uh, around my junior year, uh, judged at our state fair, and we ended up being third. Uh, and we had the opportunity to travel to Denver, Colorado to judge at the National Western Stock Show. And uh, ever since then, um, 
I, I, don't, I don't remember how many contestants there were, but I do know that um, I was in the top 20. And honestly, ever since I started judging, I set a goal for myself that any contest that I go to, um, I want to be in the top 20. Um, just cause I think that that's just a great feat. And I remember, um, when I was on the alternate team for our team that had won our state contest to Louisville, um, they, the top 20 at Louisville, uh, they get, they get, they're recognized as all Americans. And I think the top 20 gets buckled. So, uh, I didn't know Denver didn't do that. So, uh, honestly, I was just shooting for that. And, uh, when they, when they didn't do that. Uh, I was a little hurt, but I mean, uh, still being in the top 20 was, was pretty awesome. Um, in following that, uh, come my senior year, I, um, I had the decision to make, uh, whether I wanted to go to a four year college or go to a Juco. And, um, uh, one of my teammates now, Cal Schultz, uh, who's on my team at Butler, we grew up together. Uh, we went to the same high school, graduated together, and uh, we talked. And one of our other teammates, who's also from Minnesota, Martha Menning, uh, we all talked and got together. And uh, we visited our JUCOs together, uh, a couple JUCOs together, and uh, decided if we really wanted to do college judging because there's just so much uh, – it takes a lot of time and dedication to do it. And uh, if if you're not one that's driven and motivated, uh, I, I don't think college livestock judging is for you because uh, t it takes up a lot of your time. But uh, if you absolutely love it, I truly think it's, it's something incredible. Yeah, and judging is something I've wanted to do for a while. And if and to you kids that are listening, if there's a judging contest at a show, I really encourage you to get out there and do it. It's something great to practice at, and I'm not saying you have to make it a living for you. If it's something that you seem interested in and you have the opportunity to do it, you can tackle that opportunity because it can lead to great outcomes. Exactly, and uh, I, I guess I'll add to that. Uh, uh the amount of confidence I've learned from uh, just being on a livestock judging team and the amount of connections, um, uh, I guess it's just changed my life in an immense way. Um, I was, believe it or not, I was a very shy kid uh, prior to being in this agriculture livestock showing industry. Uh, I was very shy. I didn't really talk to many people. And uh, I honestly think being a part of a livestock judging team and even doing livestock judging uh, you gain so much confidence uh, in your ability to just like speak to people, uh, making a decision on, uh, I guess, in the term of livestock judging, uh, making your own decision on what's the most logical thing to do with four animals and, uh, uh, and with reasons defending your placing. And I think that that plays a vital part uh, in our everyday lives, uh, because if you if you were working your job, uh, you're gonna have to communicate with people and uh, make decisions that that could be very vital to the company. And honestly, uh, just l having those life skills, I think is very, very important. And being a part of a livestock judging team has helped uh, that helped me with that uh, a great deal. It really is. It really is very important. It's okay if you're new to something and you're not really comfortable. And when I first started chewing cattle, um, I already knew quite a few people because of my parents. But really, I've just gotten to know so many more people. And 
uh, ever since I've started doing these podcasts, I've gotten better at communicating with people um, and not just my friends at school or that I know or people that I know really well, people like you and um, people from lots of other states far away. It's really incredible, the things that I've learned. Exactly. And I mean, uh, at your age, too, I think you're 13, if I'm not mistaken. And honestly, if I was your, how old are you again? 12. Yeah. So a young girl at 12 uh, who has her own podcast. I just think that's so, so, so incredible. I know at your, if I was your age right now, I don't know if I'd have the confidence uh, to even start a podcast or something like that. And uh, just your ability to speak to people and reach out to people, I think is just so, so incredible. And honestly, I commend you for uh, doing this podcast and reaching out to people and uh, just getting the word out for other kids your age or even younger. And honestly, uh, on my way home from Kansas this past weekend, I was listening to your, some of your podcasts. Cause I'm just like, wow, this is, this is just so awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate that, but I can't take this for granted at all because if it weren't for my mom and all the people supporting me and Ferris Simon, who has another podcast called, um, shoot side. If it weren't for that, I mean, this never would have even been possible. And more importantly, you can do anything you set your mind to. Yes, that that I think a lot of kids need to remember that, and that um, you set your mind to something, uh, you can do it. Absolutely. So you've had some great people. It sounds like um, helping you get to where you've gotten. And so, who in the cattle industry are you most inspired by? You know, honestly, um. there's a laundry list of people that I can go through. Um, but I would honestly just hate to, to miss people and, uh, leave people out because, um, those people have impacted my lives in, in, in such a huge, huge way. And, um, honestly, uh, the two that stick out to me the most are, uh, the Lynn family, um, in the purpose family. Uh, the Purfus family uh, from Faribault, Minnesota, uh, they, they're the ones that got me started into this whole show, showing deal. And um, without them, honestly, I, like I said earlier, I think I'd be lost. I, I really don't know what I would be doing with my life right now. And uh, if I would have met uh, the incredible, incredible people on my team, uh, the amount of connections I've made just from going to shows or uh, workouts with our judging team um, without had I not started showing. And then the Lynn family, uh, uh, they, they are my family. Uh, um, there, there's not enough words that I can say or even express uh, my thank yous for them. Uh, they've, they've helped me. They're just such a great family, and without them, uh, I, I wouldn't have gone to Junior Nationals, been on the junior board, met so many other people across the country, like I said before, and just, they're, they're so supportive of me. And, uh, I know I met them at our state fair in, I think 2013 or 2014. And, uh, they honestly just took me under their wings. Like I, I was another one of their kids and I can't thank them enough for that. I, I'll keep it short and sweet, but honestly, um, thank you to Doug, Becky, Colby, Chelsea, Lake and Danny, Chirsta, Hans and Jens. Um, thank you guys all so much. And uh, there's many other 
people that I can think, but I just don't want to leave anybody out. But those, those families uh, stick out to me a lot and um, they, they made me to who I am today. That sounds very, very special. Um, they sound like amazing people. And like you said, they took you under your their wings like you were another one of their children. They gave you that opportunity. They just sound like really great people to be a part of. Yes. So what are some short-term goals and long-term goals for your future? Uh, so one of my short-term goal, goals is uh, to uh, – uh, graduate from Butler Community College uh, with an associate's degree in uh, agriculture sciences. And then uh, I plan to transfer to a uh, four-year degree or four-year university uh, and be on a livestock judging team there uh, and get my bachelor's in animal science, um, major in animal science in either minor in agriculture communications or agriculture business. Um, and then that, that, that'd just be one of my short-term goals and, uh, long-term goals, uh, for me, I guess would be to, um, use, use my knowledge that I've gained from those, um, colleges and then combine my love for livestock. And, uh, I like to take pictures and I've worked with a couple photographers at shows, uh, taking pictures. And, um, I guess I just try to combine those skills and, uh, my love for photography and uh, hopefully start a business, a uh, marketing business uh, to help other um, people within the livestock industry promote their livestock and other things like that. Wow, that is really cool. That's That sounds like something great to tackle if that's what you like to do. I think that would be great. Those are great goals, and I wish you the best of luck. So are there any other words of advice or anything else that we would like to share with our listeners before we head out? Uh, I think I have a lot, so I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Um, I guess one of my very first advice, one of my very first advice words, I guess, uh, would have to be uh, you can do anything you set your mind to. Um, I know going back to showmanship, uh, like I had said before, um, my very first year nationals, uh, watching those kids in the intermediate finals uh, make it to the finals and watching them and learning what they did uh, to make it that far and seeing if I could uh, put my own twist onto things. And honestly, if, if uh, to the young listeners listening, um, if you don't make it out of your heat, uh, don't, get, don't get down. I guess uh, if you don't make it out of your heat, Go back to the show ring and watch those kids that get pulled and see what they're doing and uh, what they're doing better than you uh, that's making them get pulled. Um, and with that, I guess, put your own twist onto it and do things how you do do yourself and that make you feel comfortable. Um, another, another piece of advice, um, this is a quote my judging coach, Taylor Frank, uh, has said, and uh, ever since I heard it, uh, it, it's it has stuck with me. Uh, it's he goes, it's a proud day, not a perfect day. And I think the reason this quote has stuck with me is because with livestock judging, honestly, um, uh, you're not always going to have a perfect day. But if you have a proud day, uh, I mean, uh, I think that's just proud days are better than perfect days. Is how how he tells us and. Um, 
I think just having proud days is will will make things so much better. Uh, in, instead of trying to shoot for those perfect days and just trying to make yourself proud is, I think, the very key thing that uh, we all have got to remember in life. Um, one other piece of advice is um, never take things for granted, like you said earlier. And I, I was going through social media today and Joellen Rathman, she had posted something and um, the quote read, uh, your bad day could be somebody's good day. So um, never take things for granted. Uh, live life to the fullest and uh, uh, take everything in you can. Those are great words of advice. And I like what you said about if you don't win your heat, don't get down because every judge has their opinion or preference with showmanship. And you can't let a judge's opinion ruin your whole perspective. And every judge has their opinion. It's just that's all there is exactly. to it. And it is a r- true honor to win. And you have to respect their opinions. Exactly. Um, every time, whether you win your class or the whole show or you get last in your class, because that it's always important to do that and being open to and willing to learn. Exactly. And I think that's uh, a lot of kids have got to uh, take that in and take that in and uh, never take anything for granted. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I really, really enjoyed this. I think this will be a really good interview. I'm really glad I got the opportunity to do this with you. Thank you so much, Sierra. Well, it was nice to meet you, and I hope to see you sometime soon. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you liked this episode, to like and share it. I really enjoyed this episode with Tar, and God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.